we're sat on the patio, you know, having a few drinks and just kind of looking at it and you're like, you know what? What if? You know, what if we can do this? Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another roadside episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And today we are here with uh, Isaac from Pit Forks and Smoke Rings. And Ashley. Right, we, and are we are out here in Slayton, Texas. I was going to say Lubbock, but no. No, we're in we're in, yeah, yeah. I knew you would say Lubbock. That's why I had to correct <laughs> you before you even said it wrong. Yes, we are in Slayton, Texas, close to Lubbock. Um, it's a neat little town, a lot of, a lot of history to, to where you guys are and, and where this business is. And we'll, we'll get into all that, but let's start, let's start at the beginning. Uh, are, you, are you both from this area or did you end up in this area? I'm born and raised here, here in Slayton, actually pretty much at this shop. Uh, 39 years I've been here, you know, I'll be 40 this year, but, uh, yeah, man, been here my whole life. I'm from Abernathy, um, met Isaac and here I am. (laughs) (laughs) And Abernathy uh, for... Abernathy is like 25-ish minutes north, uh, of Lubbock. So in between Plainview and Lubbock. Gotcha. So, so grew up in and around this area and I'm sure you've got some, some memories of barbecue in this area, which is probably different than what you guys are serving now. So what, what are some of those early memories you have of eating barbecue or cooking barbecue growing up? Uh, Isaac, we'll start with you. Oh man. Uh, let's see. It started with, uh, of course my dad, he did barbecue, you know, did all the family functions, you know, you know, weddings, quinceaneras, birthday parties and all that good stuff. Uh, the, the whole travel of it was us going, you know, well, I take that back. The memory that I have best, you know, that really kicked off barbecue was going over there and cutting down wood. You know, it was mesquite back in the day, you know, really wasn't, it wasn't oak over here. So we'd go down to a farmer's, farmer's pasture and chop down a bunch of wood. Uh, shit, I was always on the, shit, I was young. I can't remember how old I was, but I was always on gun control. Make sure there weren't no rattlesnakes coming through, and that was my job to, you know, shoot rattlesnakes. Did you ever get one? No, I shot one. That was it. Shot one. He, he got a lot of snipes. Yeah, I got a lot Snipe, of snipes. Snipe I got a lot of practice. I got, but uh, if he lived, I don't know. I, I ran, <laughs> but I was on that that and uh, beer, uh, beer patrol. So I would hand over beers, you know, to my dad and their buddies. We'd go back to their house and. Man, the fun started, you know, chopping, trimming briskets, you know, getting everything off. I, I was going to say, so so it was actually briskets back then, yeah, too. It yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was briskets. Which is which is wasn't usually popular in, around here at that no, time. No, man, right? it was trash. You know, brisket was trash back in the day, man. It was, you know, the meat that nobody wanted to, no, nobody knew what to do with. So they were like, nah, it, it was cheap back in the day. But, yeah, they'd sit there and they'd smoke anywhere from, you know, eight to ten briskets, you know, for, you know, a big, big family event. Wow. Of course. That's, that's and, a pretty uh, decent volume. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, what course, kind of what kind of pits? Man, it was just an old old. It was a grill, man, and they kind of made it work as a smoker. You know, just one big old pit. It's a homemade homemade job, but it's still it's still at my mom and dad's house, man, to this day. And uh, but now they would just use that, and it would. I don't know how they would do it. I just remember I was just young watching him, and they would smoke briskets. So I'm like, I would imagine right. not a whole lot of trimming of those briskets back in the day. No, nah, man, I don't think so, man. I don't, I don't remember like grinding anything up or anything. Yeah. You know, you'd have a loose end, they just throw it to the dog, and like, hey, here you go. You know, but damn, man, it was, it was, it, it was crazy, man. Just the start of it. Ashley, we didn't do barbecue. The only thing I remember of my mom doing is like 
getting a roast from the grocery store, putting it in a crock pot, shredding it up, adding some barbecue sauce, and that was our barbecue. Like we didn't, we didn't really have that that kind of cookout stuff. You know, mom would maybe cook like burgers and stuff on the grill. My dad never really did the grill until he got a disc, and now he does fajitas and stuff. But back then. It was the roast in the crock pot and with your barbecue sauce. I, I ate an awful lot of crock pot barbecue. <laughs> Which <laughs> well, every now and again you crave. You're like, man, yeah. I wish I had some of that. That roast and, barbecue. and the old the old barrel pits that were just a barrel with the the coals right underneath. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, the fifty-five gallon drums. <clears throat> yes, yeah. yeah, lots of those. Yeah, well, I've, I've had a lot of cookouts on them well, many <laughs> times. <laughs> so, so as far as barbecue as a career, I mean, I'm sure there there had to be some change that got you from from you know rattlesnake duty and and, and watching the family briskets to to opening this up what were what was kind of some of the were there any key moments that really started you down this path of a professional barbecue career oh hell yeah uh actually learning about like craft craft barbecue like how it is today and what you know what we're all striving to do is uh a friend of mine named brian brian hill uh he did a bunch of cook comps over there in rankin texas you know big city and so we played in a band. Uh, he was he was our bass player, and so what, one day, what kind of music? Uh, man, we we covered them. You mm-hmm. know, I started with metal, and you know now back then we were doing just a regular. There's work. kind of a trend of, of musicians in barbecue. Oh yeah. yeah, what, yeah. what did you play? What instruments? I'm drummer. Okay. Yeah, that's been like 23 years drumming, but now uh, back then from it was one just, kind of stick to another kind of stick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm burning them now. <laughs> yeah, instead yeah. of breaking them, I'm burning them. But uh, now he uh, one day he just asked, "Hey man, I'm doing the." Uh, Red Raider meat cook-off, man. You want to help out? It's like, hell yeah, barbecue. And he made his own beer. So he's like, man, I got a keg of some IPA I just made up. We'll just sip on that all night and burn some meat. You know, here's competition barbecue, and what's the first topic? You know, I got some beer. I got some beer. (laughs) I got some beer. (laughs) That's how most competition barbecue teams start. I got some beer. (laughs) So, man, we started with that, and that we weren't going to win that. We weren't going to win that damn thing, man, because – yeah, uh, Robert Sierra was there. Uh, Mo Kaysen, Tuffy Stone. Uh, that is a tough crowd. Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. So I was like, man, we ain't gonna win this shit. <laughs> so, but it was fun though. We we had a good time. We took four briskets. Uh, I took two. He took two. Uh, three of them were going towards the comp. Different, you know, different rubs and all the concoctions. And the fourth one, the one that I had left over, I said, man, I'm just gonna salt and pepper throw this thing over here on the hot side, let it do its thing. So we go through the night, rained. Uh, we had lightning storms and everything. Woke up the next morning, there's like dead birds all over the parking lot because oh, I guess their flock was flying through. Oh, yeah. yeah, and like lightning struck, and they, they, everybody's finding dead birds everywhere. But uh, get to the comp, we uh, pull the briskets off. The ones that we were using for competition, man, they, they were shitty. I mean, it was terrible. And so the one that I had, I was going to take home, you're like, hey, whatever. We cracked it open. He's like, man, what's that one like? Cracked it open, and, man, that thing was money. So I was like, all right, let's use this one. I was like, cool. Hot, hot and Fast does really well at competitions. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it was kind of the one that we forgot about. You know, I was like, oh, it feels ready. All right, let's do it. So uh, we turned it in, and at a 65 teams, we came in 30, 33rd, something like that? Yeah, we were 30-something. Yeah, I don't remember 30, exactly. 32nd, 33rd, something like that. So I was like, hey, man, that's pretty damn good. So, got done with that, and I just had it in my mind. I was like, man, you know what? I think I can get this thing better. 
So got home and shit that next weekend I was leaving here at Friday night and going to grocery store buying a brisket and here we go staying up all night falling asleep fire fall it took me like 24 hours to smoke a brisket because they didn't have vampire hours back then that was normal <laughs> schedule but then from there it just kicked off man you know the bug bit me i was like man what if i do it this way you know what if i try this you know what if i run my temp at this this temperature you know just kind of mess with it and a lot of a lot of bad briskets through that process oh yeah a lot a lot of trash a lot of garbage (laughs) you know so uh a lot of but you have to be willing to do that because then you learn the ins and the outs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if if you follow a a a video or a book and your first brisket is fine you're you're not going to know why Mm -hmm. and and you're not going to be able to follow that process every time because every brisket is different and so it's it's a great thing to actually go through a lot of briskets and a lot of variables because you start to understand how they impact the, right. the yeah. final product. Yeah. Yeah, you used to watch a lot of like YouTube videos and Aaron Franklin videos. He would watch uh, Brendan Lamb trim. He used to go live and he would trim. Mm-hmm. And so he would watch him and all this stuff. And I even bought you, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a book that you could print out essentially and keep track of. Oh, what time you checked your brisket oh, at this yeah. time? And he used it for like two or three times, and then that was the, it's still in our backyard, <laughs> like in our little table that we use for our barbecue stuff in our house. But I wrote the date, and that was it, as far as I yeah, got. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't go very far. <laughs> but you know, it, it was fun though. I mean, shit. So, so as you got further and further down the rabbit hole of, of brisket, mm-hmm. you know, was there? Did you start to get to eat any of the more modern styles of barbecue, any of the retail barbecue, or is there anything that really stood out for you in terms of like, okay, I like what this place is doing? Man, not many places that we've tried to this day. Uh, when we we decided to take a road trip, go down to Houston, and uh, we stopped at La Barbecue first, and you know it was it was good. You know, it was written that Brendan Lamb was uh, the pit master there. Uh, from there, we went to uh, Lano. Uh, did a Cooper's drive-in that was really good you know that's it was just a yeah everything was hitting that day and and, and very different style. I mean you went from two yeah. completely yeah. different yes. styles of barbecue yeah. there exactly too. Yeah. so kind of you know we were eating on the way back from Houston uh, and uh you anywhere in Houston uh, no no we didn't ah. at the time you know I I, I, I know Roughly what year was it? Oh, shit. Uh, if Lamb was there, was, probably 17, 18, so. Yeah, because yeah. it was right before we got started, so 17 or 18. Yeah, and... Uh, but we got to Houston, and the only thing we were focused on was seafood. Mm-hmm. Like, we're so close <laughs> to the coast, like, uh, we want seafood. <laughs> not, not a bad Let's thing to be focused on. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, we didn't even think about Tejas while they were down there, because I... Uh, they were already up and going by that time, I believe. Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was very early in kind of the, what we call the Houston Renaissance right. uh, of that, that wave of crap barbecue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was, I mean, Killens, you know, yeah, yeah, there was a Killens, I mean, Gatlin. It was right after yeah. the, yeah, right after the 2017. I remember we out, stopped so. at Truth on our way yeah, there yeah. or back, but they were closed. I, I mean, it was there an was a off day. There that, yeah. that weekend or something like that. There was something going on, I can't remember. They, they were out, uh, I mean, we, we looked at a couple other spots and they were, there was a festival happening somewhere, and they were they were all there, so we didn't get to try to pull into the parking lot, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh, now, nah, man, uh, uh, Lano and you know La Barbecue kind of it kind of made it 
So when you came back, what, what did you, did you change? What did you, how did you adjust? Did you try to match that or did you take that influence in, into what you were doing? And my, my whole concept was, you know, my whole thought about it, I was like, okay, how do you intertwine this, this style with this style? You know, I mean, how do you, I'm sorry, how do you, how do you intertwine, intertwine those two styles together? And I don't know, man, it just kind of, it, it just kind of, it, it, there's, no, there's no way to explain it. I just knew I, I had to get better. Well, know? and you mentioned, you know, obviously out here, mesquite is, is the standard. Mm-hmm. But but you were you weren't using mesquite at the time, or were you using mesquite? I was man. I was messing around with you know hickories, mesquites, uh, oaks, and just kind of trying to find a good flavor, you know, without over, anything overwhelming. And so went back to oak. And a friend of ours, our neighbor, you know, he passed away. Uh, so Tommy Jack, he had piles of mesquite in the alley all the time. You know, he lived right behind us across the alley. And he was always the one that was barbecuing all the time. You know, he has a little smoker and he's like, hey, Tommy Jack, can I borrow a piece, couple, couple pieces of mesquite? And he's like, I'll get all you want, bud. It's all right there. <laughs> As he's standing out there with his sandals and uh, his bush light and just kicking back, you know. But, yeah, so, yeah uh, we just go back in the alley and grab some mesquite and mix it up a little bit, see what we can come up with. And But uh, oak just kind of, it's just real forgiving. I mean, you get a lot more. You taste the meat a little bit more. You know, mesquite is really good. Uh, Valentina's hadn't tried Valentina's yet, but man, they've got it. I hear right. they got it mastered down. So yeah, we were just there yesterday. It was. I mean, Valentina's yeah. does really, really well with yeah. mesquite, yeah. but it is a very tricky wood to work right. with. It is. Yeah. It Valentina's, Opie's. Um, I think Pinkerton may still use a mix. Yeah, he might use a little bit, right. but I think he's still predominant. I think he's probably more oak than he is mesquite. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, you can make very good mesquite cook barbecue, but but again, like you said, oak is more forgiving. It's a it's a cleaner flavor that doesn't impart as much uniqueness onto the meat right. as mesquite does. So as you know, as you're making these trips and you know exploring the barbecue world, was it already in your mind that I'm going to start a barbecue business at that time? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. So what, what was the catalyst for that crazy? I mean, idea? You were, oh, I can tell you, you were spending a lot of money on brisket yeah, experimenting, it, right? Yeah. So so you were just trying. Was it was it you were thinking of competition? I mean, or just we, just trying to learn? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think man. We were just doing competitions. We we had fun with it. You know, we did competitions. Uh, had another competition team. It was called Los Primos Smoking, and there was four of crazy, crazy bastards. <laughs> so uh, that's all we were doing. We, we were thinking about hitting the the uh, the competition circuit, and everybody got jobs. Everybody's got families and stuff, man. So it kind of it kind of stopped there. And I kept going. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna see how much better I can do this. And you know, I just for myself you know i was like no i know i can do this you know i can know i can change tweak this and i can get a better uh a better product out actually what did uh, you think about all this crazy experimentation that he was doing oh my gosh (laughs) i'm sure you had to eat a lot of not very good stuff (laughs) at first like i never realized how long brisket took to cook (laughs) And so he'd have it on the smoker for like two, three hours, and I'm like poking at him. Is it ready? Is it ready yet? Or can I try it? Is it ready yet? Like it was all the time. And so now it's kind of a running joke. Like he'll like just barely get briskets on. Is it ready yet? But I, I mean, I had his back. Like he wanted to try it and have at it. You know, I mean. The the next thing that that got us, what what kind of caught my attention is the top fifty came out. 
with uh, Eddie Mays hitting top ten and all that. The the I guess the the new list, or whatever. Yeah, the, 20, the last top fifty. Yeah, so that was the that was when we first got started. Mm-hmm. And I remember we went to uh, Barnes and Noble and bought the magazine, and sat there and looked at it and were like, "Wow, one day, like maybe one day we mm-hmm. can we can get in the magazine or we can make the list or like someone will know us like one day." So we started setting goals <laughs> and it just kind of we sat on the patio, you know, having a few drinks and kind of looking at it and you're like you know what what if you know what if we can do this and so uh i was like you know what let's make it a go you know let's 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 get daniel vaughn here you know you know let's see if we can get him here to slayton see if that happens Shit. we just kept doing what we were doing and i was like you know what we can make that list i said it's not impossible and then we were like oh shit, it is impossible <laughs> so now we're like you know that's a goal let's make top 50. You know, let's let's accomplish that goal. We got two goals already to aim for. Shit, I think what a few years later. Yeah, so. it was a top new twenty-five. Yeah, next thing you know, they're yeah. how long were you guys open for? He had his his visit here. How long? Are you I think for? a year. Was it about a year? Okay. Year, year I think half, so. Maybe, yeah, because I go back and look at pictures sometimes, and we were still serving in like. <laughs> little paper plastic bowls bag. that I got from United. And plastic baggies for all the condiments. And <laughs> yeah, all the, I mean, so much money wasted. All mm-hmm. Like, we were using pickle spears instead of, like, just hamburgers, slice pickles, and they were all in baggies, little individual Ziploc bags. Th- those are business learning experiences when you, mm-hmm. when yeah. you start to yeah. see the costs add up on things like oh, that. Yeah. And Trials and errors. So it, it had to have been, like, maybe about a year that we had been open, I guess, and he came by and... I was still, you were still doing mechanic work. I was still teaching, still doing hair and doing barbecue. It was, it was nuts. It was amazing we're even still here. <laughs> what, what were you cooking on at the time? When did you get this, this first pit? This is actually our uh, second pit here. The, the Bernie Mac, the 500. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Black the, Widow. The, the short squatty 500. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> call that one Bernie Mac. So, uh, the other one we had, uh, we call it the Black Widow. Uh, I bought that one. Crazy story. Uh, another, when I was doing mechanic work, another old farmer came through. His name was Charlie Hensler. And God rest his soul. He passed away too. But he was in charge of the uh, Cook for the Cure uh, cookouts here in Slayton back in the day. He has a little barbecue uh, rotisserie and everything. And they would use that little pit just for, you know, certain you know, roast beefs and all that stuff, just kind of doing like chop, chop brisket. He brought it over here one day and he had a for sale sign on it. And he was like, Hey, uh, I need to swap these old tires and with these new tires on this trailer. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, you selling it, Charlie? He's like, yeah. So I'm going to sell it. You want to buy it? I was like, no, I'm all right. Cause when it pulled in, I was like, man, that's an ugly ass smoker. <laughs> I was like, how the hell does that work? It's not rusted. <laughs> it's, it was terrible. I mean, it look, looked like shit. So the more it sat here, he brought it here about 10 o'clock that morning, and shit, it stayed here till 6 o'clock that evening. But the more it sat there, the more it grew on me. I was like, you know, <laughs> what's going on they, here? They so have personalities. It did, you know. So, you know, started looking into it and started, you know, all right, man, yeah, okay. All right, I see how this works. So he comes back, and he's like, all right, you get me done? I was like, yeah, I did. So Charlie said, how much you setting up for? I mean, what you going to let that go for? He's like, man, I think I'm going to sell it for about 600 But for you, give me $400. I bet we can... I bet we can make a deal. It was like four or five hundred dollars. I was like, you know what? 
Can I take it for a test drive this weekend? He's like, yeah, take it home. Try it out. Shit. See what it does. <laughs> Took it home that day. He ain't never got it back. <laughs> bought, it, bought it the next week. Yeah, yeah. To spend on that smoker, but gave him a hundred dollars. Like, man, can we do this in weekly payments? He's like, yeah, no problem. He knew so, what he was doing too. Yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> if I leave it here all day, <laughs> yeah. 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 This, yeah. this is this is how I yeah this is how this I is get how Brian acquires problems. most of the things yes. here. Right? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna wait it out. <laughs> That's well, my I new trick on getting rid of stuff. I'm doing that with some of my friends. Like, yeah, you can just hold this for me. Like a year after. You started smoking on that one. Uh, I can't remember the exact story, but there was a little barbecue spot the other side of the corner over here across the street. And oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Perkins, right across the right across the street over here, four hundred. There's a little mechanic shop there. It used to be a gas station, old filling station also. Uh, his name was Wayne Perkins. And they did barbecue every Friday. He started building pits, the big old cast iron, heavy backyard pits. Mm-hmm. So he started doing that Well, he started selling barbecue. Well, the first pit that he had was the pit that we have, the, the ugly one that Charlie bought us, you know, that I bought off of Charlie. So one day I'm sitting there cooking, you know, we're hitting, sitting here, you know, starting business and all that. Well, then his son walks up, or uh, Wayne Perkins' son walks up. His name's Steve, and he's like, hey, man, uh, where'd you get this pit? So I bought it off of Charlie. He's like, did you? He's like, yeah. So that's daddy's old pit. I was like, no shit. He said, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, when we had the barbecue place, yeah. He said, yeah. There's been a mini briskets cooked on this pit. He was like, no shit. Are you serious? He said, yeah. So I didn't ever know where it went. I said, but I'm glad to see it all. I was like, badass. <laughs> so when when he left, dude, I was sitting there thinking. I was like, god damn. How many briskets did he, dig, did he cook <laughs> on this bad boy, man? And so the story just started, you know, getting better and better because older men in that generation would come over here drink coffee, you know, have breakfast with my dad and all that stuff. And they would sit here and look at that pit and they'd say, man, that's Wayne Perkins' old pit back in the day. <laughs> you know, the stories would flow out, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was just crazy, you know, how it just kind of, how, how it how it made its own circle when he came back. Yeah. You know? right. And we still have it to this day. You know, that was that's our little... You can fit like two like two briskets on there, maybe. <laughs> I think. Yeah, no, you can probably actually fit maybe like six, seven briskets tightly. You really cram them in there. Yeah, yeah, cram them in there, playing Tetris. But yeah, man, it, it's it, it's crazy how it kind of kind of evolved that way. You know? as, as you started the business, was that your your first pit? That was our mm-hmm. first pit. And um, so, before we talk about Bernie Mac, and we we can't forget to talk about Bernie Mac. Let, let's talk about opening up here in this business. Oh man. Here at the shop, yeah. Uh, my dad bought this place in '81. Uh, January first of '81 was his first day of business, and uh, and it, it, his story was uh, they went out and partied because he opened up the first of January, so they went out and partied and they put all nighter. Well, he was hung over shit, <laughs> so he sent. Uh, uh, sent my wife over here, or sent his, uh, my mom, sorry, sent my mom over here and help open up. He gets here and starts kick, kicking off. Well, I was born uh, November 9th of 81. And ever since then, I've been here my whole life. Uh, my actual playpen was over here, kind of in the front corner of the building over here. Hmm. So I've been here my whole life. Uh, my first job was here. My first uh, high school job was here. I started busting flat tires when I was like 10 years old, you know, fixing flats, you know, farm flats. All these ranchers would bring all their tires with mesquite thorns and everything. Like tire, tire, and tire. I did that in a motorcycle shop. Tire swapping is hard. Yeah, it sucks. So, so I have to. We're gonna not too far off a tangent, Andrew. Hang on there. So um, 
you used uh, you ever used gasoline to to pop that tire bead back on? Either. Either. I, I did either. Yeah. I did either. That, that can be uh, quite exciting. Man, you go. I can I can take you in the shop here after this, man. There's some holes in the ceiling still that have been patched up. My dad used to do that. You know, hey, this bead on the seal, so he throw the ether in there and light it up, and that thing would fly off the tire machine, hit the top of the ceiling. <laughs> but the, but crazy. the bead sat. The bead sat. That, yeah, that the never did sat. pop. So, but yeah, uh, it was. It, 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 I've started here, so. So there's there's a lot of history to this building and to your family's history in this building. You know, what was was it ever a thought that you were ever going to open this business anywhere else, or was it is this is the family building, this is the family business, it's going to be right here? Uh, well, no, actually, uh, like I said, the barbecue business wasn't even a thought in my mind. Uh, like I said, at the beginning when my dad bought it, uh, later on, a few years down the road, my grandpa started doing barbecue here. You know, he'd pull up his little pit and sell barbecue on Saturdays. And, uh, you know, it was kind of, did that for a year. But I never did, never did have one second thought about opening up a barbecue business here. Until I uh, sat there one day with my dad and he was talking about, you know, hey, you know, sometimes, you know, mechanic work just isn't, just isn't how it's supposed to be. You know, uh, if you can find, what do you say? If, if you can find something that that you love to do do it shit all right man it took me years to find that <laughs> you know it took me years and then one day you know uh was talking about barbecue and i told my dad and i was like hey uh what if i saw barbecue here he's like shit there's a the kitchen he said try it you don't know if you try so then and they had a kitchen in the gas station they had a kitchen in the gas station and th- this is not a gas station like you see today like bucky's or no or any no, of the giant no. this is a this is the old school gas station like you said where they could do oil changes mm-hmm. and pump your gas see, so back in the day it was full yeah. service so that was when i was you know that was one of my jobs full service pump your gas clean your windows check your oil air your tires up but uh now uh my mom and dad decided to do a burrito business later on down down in life i think they started back in 1990 91 somewhere on there we took a vacation down to san antonio and uh shit you know all the old gas stations like this they would turn them into ice houses or or burrito places you know mm-hmm. taco taco stands so we went over there their original taco cabanas down there yeah exactly yeah. exactly but yeah uh they just had this wild idea they like, what if we do breakfast burritos and all that so they they tried it and shit they rolled for a better part of what well, they just uh-huh. stopped flat early last year. Yeah, completely. I think completely stopped early mm-hmm. last year once COVID hit, but yeah. Yeah, they're, this place was, man, back in the day, it was Cruz's Burritos. It was still like a Texaco station back in the day, but it was called Cruz's Burritos because it didn't, it, it wasn't titled out. It, there wasn't a sign that said Cruz's Burritos, but everybody in town was like, oh, we're going to go get Cruz's Burritos. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, we've seen kids that, you know, that were babies, you know, and now they just graduate like this year. You're like, oh, shit. You know? El, El Paso, <laughs> the place that invented the taquito, was a car wash. And they just have a they have a tiny little space like this at the car wash. Mm. Um, yeah. That's cool. Well, it's funny. When we first got started, people would be like, so we had our name pit forks and smoke rings and no one knew that name no one knew anything about that name at all it was always 
go down to cruises and get barbecue. You know, cruise has his burritos in the morning, but go down to cruises and get and get barbecue. And they, well, where's the barbecue place? Oh, it's at cruises. Oh, okay, we'll go down there. Mm. <laughs> the barbecue place is at cruises, the and cruises, cruises yes. which is at the Texaco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day, they ended up in the right place. Yeah, yeah. they showed up. You know, they show up here, but now everybody here locally, uh, they're like, hey, go to cruises and get some barbecue. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, we know where you're going. You know the old gas station. So, what what was the early reception like when you started serving barbecue here? How did the you know how did the locals take to it? Was it was it slow process getting them introduced to the style of barbecue we're cooking, or how did that how did that work for you guys? Ten dollars a pound, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what we started out. Ten dollars a pound, and only did. Uh, Brisket ten dollars a pound, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's, we were still lowballing. <laughs> we never had sides, anything like that. But when he first started, there was a group of guys that came up here and ate burritos in the mornings, drank coffee, and so he would bring his brisket up here and tell the guys like, "Try this. Tell me what you think about it. Is it good? Would you buy it? Blah da da." And so those guys would tell him like, "Yeah, this week it tastes good. This week I don't know about that, but this week it's better." And so I told him, like, just sell it. Let's make us a little menu. Let's try and sell it. See what happens. And it took off. And every year he's getting better and better. And our sides are getting better, I feel like. And we're still not making any money, but we're trying. (laughs) Well, your your prices are are extremely reasonable. Um, As you've added... I mean, how have you tweaked the recipes over the years? I mean, have, have you had to? Have you had to add... You mentioned about adding things... Is it? Are there anything regionally or locally that you feel like you needed to add specifically for here? We always wanted to stay away from coleslaw. I felt like coleslaw, both of us, was something that everybody offered. I wanted to offer something green, but I didn't want to do green beans. I didn't want to do coleslaw. I wanted to stay away from that area. My grandma and my mom, for as long as I can remember, made that fried cabbage and... People think when you tell them fried cabbage, it's like breaded fried. (laughs) That's literally what Brian said when he was like, oh, I thought this was going to be. Not that I thought it was going to be, but that's what I kind of imagined. And then I thought, well, maybe it's going to be, you know, like a a crispy grilled, you know, like a crispy fried. Mm -hmm. But it it was very different. It's like a stir fried. I don't know. My mom has always made it. My grandma always made it. And I told Isaac one year, I was like, I want to offer cabbage. Like, let's try it in the winter and see how it goes. And he's like, no one's going to buy it. No one's going to buy that cabbage. Nobody likes cabbage. It's not going to go. And I'm like, just give it a chance. Let it try. And we did it for the winter. And then people slowly started like, hey, you going to offer that every day? You going to have that every time you're open? And so that was a, a thing that we did. The potato salad potato salad and beans were kind of a staple kind of like a, a no-brainer you know and the only thing that i liked really about our potato salad was that uh we can our own sweet pickles and we use again my grandma's recipe for sweet pickles so we can all that and that i think that gives it a little bit of a different flavor and then the mac and cheese i mean lots of people do mac and cheese we do it a little bit different where we throw it on the smoker and have breadcrumbs on it and it's smoke flavor and it's got brisket in it and that's the thing we can't keep that in stock ever everybody always wants that mac and cheese <laughs> it's like it's like a meal like it, oh yeah we'll get yeah. people that come in just for like a cup of mac and cheese that's all they want and like, like mac and cheese and up. brisket is a is so rich though it's yeah the only yeah uh, just to kind of go back a little bit on the cabbage i mean andrew ex- explain kind of the the cabbage 
item for for others oh i mean yeah. it's it's just one of those really great comfort sides i mean it's it's got a you know it's got some but it's unique it's a not, good amount of yeah. bacon in there and it's and it's really unique it's got it, it's not fully wilted to where it's like mush it's just nice and cooked and and it's got a lot of flavor that's imparted into it and it's just one of those like one of the some of my favorite sides are the ones that you're not trying to do too much with them you yeah. know you're just you're making them well but you're not you know you're not trying to add 50 ingredients to something yeah. and make it some complex dish that someone's not going to understand or want you know you can do you can use four or five ingredients and make something delicious and to me that's what the cabbage is it's just a few ingredients cooked really well and it's just it's a great comfort food and i think it plays off really well with barbecue it's i, mean, I love it it's with, good. and there were tomatoes in it uh, Rotel. Yeah, Rotel. Rotel, Rotel tomatoes, yeah. yeah. Oh, it can't it's go probably, wrong with Rotel tomatoes in no. a recipe. Probably the easiest one of our our sides that we make, actually. And that is your, that's your grandma's recipe originally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The potato salad and the cabbage are both my grandparent or my grandma's recipe. Um, the potato salad, my dad makes fun of me and calls it lazy potato salad because <laughs> I don't skin our potatoes. I leave the skin on it. And so he calls it lazy potato salad. And this, this is this is um, a loaded potato salad. So I alternate the okay. two. So y'all had loaded mashed potatoes yes, today. So I do, every two weeks I change my potatoes, which confuses everyone. <laughs> I like to keep, keep them confused a little bit. So like next week we'll do potato salad. But this week was loaded mashed potatoes and... We had tried loaded mashed potatoes, I think, for our Christmas party a couple of years ago and had all the employees there and told them, like, try it. Tell me what you think about it. They all liked it. And as we go on, we've kind of tweaked it a little bit. And it was missing something for the longest time. And one of our customers, her name is Leslie, she had come in and I was like, Leslie, try it. Like, it's, I don't, it's missing something. I don't know what it is. And she had told me to add something to it and i did and it's there well one of one of the things that both of those items have is is bacon um which is really good we like our bacon over here and and is this is this you know andrew thinks that and and i would agree that this isn't just like standard grocery store bacon or is this a particular brand or something that you like i actually we get it from uh Hardwood smoked. Hardwood smoked sliced bacon. The same place that we get all of our meats from, Plains Meat Market. We get our bacon from. So. Okay. So yeah, I mean it's yeah. a meat market bacon. It's yeah. not just your, yeah. your H-E-B. No. Yeah. 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 Like, and you can taste it. You really can. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's so much comes in the box, man. Yeah, and it was it, it's really good. It does impart a really good flavor on it without being like overly salty. You know, some bacon is cured so much it's like incredibly high in yeah. sodium. Yeah. Right. But it was it was a really good dish. Let's talk a little Thank bit you. more about the menu too. Um, you know, the, the, proteins. Yes, yeah. you, let's let's start with the proteins too, because there's a there's a little bit of difference in, in one of the proteins that we noticed as soon as we took our first bite, and that's the uh, the pork ribs are not your, they're not your dry, there's, there's dry rub like only yeah. Central Texas rib. They're not your sweet glaze rib that's gotten really popular in barbecue. They're they're a little bit different. There's a little different flavor profile to those. Can you tell us a little bit about those pork ribs? And, and, and how you came up with that idea. How I came up with that idea? All right, it's man. not some like grand scheme of things. Oh, yeah, no, was, like I said, it was a lot of trial and error. You know, I, ribs, guys, I can, you know, I, I tell how it is. Man. I, ain't gonna, I can fuck up some ribs. You know, back in the day, I was, no, it wasn't good. I was doing all the Brown sugar, honey, and all that, you know, all that mess. The three, two, one. Yeah, the three, two, that. one, and everything, and shit, that's what turned out charred. <laughs> the hell's wrong? So, they were good, but they weren't. No. They weren't great. I got them good, like, one time, and that was it. Other than that, after that, man, I was like, man, what the hell's going on? So, 
I did, it just didn't work for me. I mean, I tried everything, you know, low heats, high heats, middle heats, whatever, you know, and it just didn't work. So I was like, you know what, man, let me just go back to the basic, man. Let me just do some, you know, salt, pepper, you know, and man, I need some color. Let me go get some paprika. Shit, man, I think we only had like three, four dollars in our bank account. Yeah. We had to, we still had to do service that next day. I was like, oh, shit. Well, can't go to the grocery store. Can't afford that. So go to the spice cabinet we got in here and open it up. Like, man, what the hell can I use? And chili powder. Shit, it's red. That's a little spicy. Ah, let's see what we can do. So I mixed it up with the salt and pepper and bam, it hit. You know, and that's that's what we're having today. It's just nothing, nothing yeah, special. Just literally no grand scheme of anything. No, it was just know, like, we need some red. It's those red. happy accents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a broke-ass accents. <laughs> 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 it's, it's the Bob Ross style. Yeah, exactly. It's the Bob Ross method. <laughs> it's like, work with what you got. But we really appreciate that it's a different flavor profile but um you know we can have the we can go to five places that have wonderful ribs but they're all very similar in profile and today as an example we had three places and they all had three very different style of ribs and it was was, and they were all good right Um, and so that that was a lot of fun i mean we enjoyed that more than more than three of the identical ribs so it's great that you kind of went out on that vector um, and you liked it and you kept doing it so you know for anybody that comes here it's it's not your standard central texas style rib yeah, and that's and that's what's so enjoyable about it, especially for us nerds that go around eating so much barbecue. Anytime we can find something that's that's different and strays from the you know the very standard path, it's always fun and exciting. But it's been it's been a fun journey for you guys. I mean, it's been you know it, obviously an adventurous one for the last few years and everything that's gone on in the last year. And you know, but you but you guys have already you know started to put your 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 footprint on the barbecue world. You know, you did get the 25 best new barbecue joints accolade. Right. You know, that's, you know, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's that, crazy that you know, even like, say like, like huh? we put our footprint on the <laughs> like, barbecue yeah. world. I mean, that, we've got yeah, like 20, we did what? <laughs> how many barbecue joints have opened up in the last four years? Oh, gosh, only 25 of them made that list. Yeah. You know, I mean, then, and hey, that's, man, hey man, watch out, dude. Don't say that. Now you're really getting me nervous. Like, oh shit. It's an accomplishment. You should be proud of it. I was like, all right. Well, and and, nice. and with that, you know, kind of what what's next for you guys? What do you think? I mean, well, let's talk about Bernie Mac first. Bernie Mac, um, yeah. So Bernie Mac is a oh uh, it's a short, squatty five hundred. It's a it's a really large diameter pit. Um, how did you come across that? How does it cook compared? Like getting away from the Black Widow into this one, you know, was that usually pits have a major, pretty major difference when you switch like that? Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, I feel I was, like everything has like a little bit of a backstory. That's a it little does. Funny. It really does. I mean, <laughs> shit, man, we, we broke as shit, and we, next thing you know, we got people helping. Uh, I don't know if she just told you about the when I was starting barbecue, I was bringing food over. There's we had some guys here that we call them the gamblers, man. They'd sit there, they brought their own little domino table and all that. And uh, did you tell them about that? Oh, no, no, no but old, old school games of so 42. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, had yeah. their own, they had a place downtown. and um, They got evicted, they... man. They never paid taxes on it. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, the real story is, man, they never, they they just took this building over. It was well, a they just building, took it over. And they, it's old railroaders, old farmers, retired guys. You know, they just need something to do. So they just started playing, you know, dominoes, cards, and all yeah. that crap. They brought their little table over here. and When they got evicted. <laughs> yeah, so it sat. So we used to have inside dining here. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, a table up against the window, a table here. Uh, the table that sat right here was, like, Cruz's table, essentially. That's where all the guys sat and ate their it's burritos and breakfast, which is still out in the shop. Like, it's not going anywhere. But then their little domino table is back over here. 
And they like there'd be people inside eating, and they'd be slamming dominoes yep. down and, and playing that, dominoes. That sound, that sound yeah, when crack, they play forty two. Yeah. I grew up with that, mm-hmm. and yep. I always hear that sound. Clink, 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 yeah, clink, yeah. clink, clink, man. And they're sitting there cussing each other out. You son of a bitch. When they when they mix them up right before yeah. the game starts, yeah. that's that noise. Man, they make it. They it's kind of like slick. that chopping of the hog in South Carolina. <laughs> right, it's right. Exactly, man. They make that. They make it look easy. They just sitting there talking shit, and then next thing you know, your turn. But anyway. So one of the guys there, uh, his name's Galen. He was a farmer. Uh, I, I think basically he's a farmer. Can be said after. Yeah, yeah, he's a little farmer, little farmer guy. You know, <laughs> has some land. He out there cleaning the dirt. But uh, I was talking about trying to find a propane tank, and he was like, "You need a propane tank?" I was like, "Yeah, I got one. You want it?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. Yeah, where's it at? It's over here at this place." All right. So he go, man, jump in a truck. Let's go. Let's go look at it. See, see if that's what you want. So he takes me out here outside of town, pulls up, and man, there's Bernie Mac in the raw, just sitting there like a little, like a little egg in the nest, man, just sitting there <laughs> chilling in the weeds. And he's like, "Is that what you want?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" I said, "How much you want?" He said, "Man, just get that shit out of here." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> shit, that next weekend, uh, my buddy Stewart that built the pit gave him a call. I said, "Hey, man, I found a 500. Man, we just need to go get it." Hell yeah, let's go get it. So I load up a 12-pack of Shinerbach, put it in the cooler, and in my truck, put up a trailer. Let's roll. Pick Stuart up here at the shop. How, wait, how are you getting it on the trailer? <laughs> we're getting oh, to that. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're getting to that. <laughs> That's the best part of this. So here we go. So, so we, get, we drive down there. <laughs> we see it. They're like, all right, man, so how are we going to get this son of a bitch out? I say, all right. I said, let's, uh, I said, you got to. Bring some, bring bring a pipe or something. You know, all right. So we found this little pipe or whatever, big old. I come along you know, and a lot of hope. And all. Yeah, yeah. We did. I have a come along. We had a toe strap. <laughs> that was it. And a uh, toe strap and a, uh, uh, yeah, it was a come along. We did have a come along. My bad. So uh, we take off. We get there. All right, man, we done did this thing out of the weeds. So <laughs> hook up to it and I pull it out of the weeds. It fucking rambles and tambles. It falls all over the place. All right. All right, man, how we get on the trailer? Man, let's put the ramps down. We'll get to come along. We'll sit there. We'll ratchet it up. Here we go. Me and Stuart ratchet, ratchet strapping this 500-gallon propane tank. That son of a bitch wasn't moving, man. So we finally got got it to a point. Man, let's just lift it up a little bit. Shove a pole under this. Okay, so we're getting there, man. We get it on there, man. About hour and a half into getting this thing from almost halfway on to shit it rolled over and shit <laughs> man, who the hell build, why did they build this thing around so <laughs> it falls down we get back we resituate we get back in our in our game plan all right let's do this shit here comes a thunderstorm a haboob at that you know what a haboob is yes uh-huh. yeah we were talking about it on the yeah. way out here uh-huh. yeah, shit, yeah. Man, yeah apparently they they're pretty they happen pretty often over here now well here comes one where we're loading this thing up we're in the middle of a cotton field fellas <laughs> Ain't shit out there. We're hunkering down like, oh shit. It's like, Stuart, there's a haboo coming. Say, yeah, there's lightning behind it too. We got to get this thing loaded. Well, we didn't make it. So we're hunkering down and he's no more than maybe, you know, five feet in front of me. I can't see him. I'm hollering, you still there? Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Because we got it. We're, we're, we're balancing this This would thing. be a great movie. Yeah. 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 Balancing the smoker on, on a pole. We put it, we shoved uh, spare, the spare tire to the trailer. We shoved it under there just to kind of hold it in place. And there's 80 mile an hour winds blowing at us and getting sandblasted with all this shit and lightning. <laughs> it was terrible. So <laughs> we, finally, <laughs> we finally got the shit past. 
we finally got it on, man. And Stuart, man, gut, man, that, that dude's a beast. He grabs this ratchet strap. And I was like, hey, man, we're, we're out of strap. He grabs that son of a bitch and he, like, pulls it. Like, literally pulls it. And he's, he's got scars on his hands where we, like, burned them. And we finally got it to where it was at. As soon as that thing stopped, like, teeter-tottering, he jumped on top of that bad boy. And he's like, give me a fucking beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we sat there. Ben Sasani, if you're listening to this, we have a barbecue confessional yeah. for you, huh? Yeah, yeah, man. Dude, dude, we got a lot of them, man. Come on down. This sounds like Dr. Strangelove when they drop out of the bomb bay and he's sitting on the right. bomb. Yeah, oh, yeah. dude, it, it, it's crazy. I was waiting here because I knew they had gone to get it, and so I was all excited, like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a video or I'm going to go live or with our, like, two followers that we have, like, whatever. And so I think I went live or I took a video or something. Of them coming around underneath the the overpass over there, Run windows and down, we're jamming here. Slayer, raining blood, and everything. <laughs> they get like, here, yeah. and I'm kind of focusing on the trailer. Then I stop and stop the video, and they get out, and they are just brown from head to toe, covered in dirt. And I was like, "What the heck happened? What did y'all do out there?" Like, you, ain't gonna, you ain't gonna believe this. <laughs> <laughs> so we get it here. We pull it up to the shop. We fill that. We go buy two gallons of Dawn dishwashing liquid. Throw some water in there. And it, it's 500 gallons of water, y'all. So <laughs> we're sitting there for a minute. And we pound another case of Shiner Bug. We got all these grand scheme ideas. It sits there for like a month soaking in water. And then finally, you know, like, hey, man, I got the material. You ready to go do this? Hell yeah. So Friday afternoon, about this time, 637. Uh, Get all the material on the trailer. We take it to our buddy's buddy shop. Uh, we unload it. Start, you know, cutting into it and all that good stuff. Stuart doesn't doesn't have a damn piece of paper to figure out what he's doing. He's just kind of, all right, man. I think we'll do this. We'll do this. All right, man. Let's cut into it. Oh shit, we got a plasma cutter. So he marks the doors and all right, man. We'll do a plasma cutter and we get straight cuts. That way, it's a good seal. Cool. Is it going to blow up? <laughs> we don't it's gonna, know. It's going to jump. I was like, we don't know. <laughs> so Stuart's like, all right, man. He's, he's like, he's priming. He's like, man, I'm just going to cut in. Let's do this. He gets the thing right there. I was like, hey, Stuart, I'm with you in spirit, man. <laughs> <laughs> As you he step stopped. back. As you yeah. step back. Yeah. He stops. He said, man, now y'all making me fucking nervous. <laughs> I was like, all right, Stuart. I was like, so we, we laugh about it. I was like, all right, man. So let me cut it. I was like, all right. So I roll over there next to Stuart. I stand next to Stuart. I was like, all right, man. If you go, I go, man. This is both, you know, I'm not going to let you go down. He makes the first cut and nothing blew up. So, man, we're in, it's money. Let's do this. Man, he worked on that thing until like 3 o'clock in the morning. That by first, Sunday. That, <laughs> he brought it there on a Friday. And by Sunday, we brought it back home and there was a fire yeah, in it. 1030 wow. at night. So wow. that, that weekend, Sunday night, man, it was, we pulled it back over here and we threw a fire in there and we were watching, uh, watching it pull. You know, we were watching, man, it's got some good flow, so. Bernie Mac was alive. It, it was it's 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 a great story and the the way we got it put together, man. The the stack the stack we had, you know, hey man, it wasn't big enough. So they they go around uh Tim's shop where we were building it or where they were building it. I was just sitting there holding a grinder, acting like I knew what I was doing and never I never turned it on for like maybe like one for like ten minutes. The rest of the time I was just sweeping around Stuart, man, I don't want you to fall, man, because he didn't want me to do anything. You're so, there for moral support. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Man, I'm here to work. But anyway. I'm here in spirit. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> man, we need a bigger stack. So they go behind the shop, and they're looking, they're looking, man, you know, and finally they go, they find this 
12 inch piece of casing just sitting there like halfway buried in the ground they pulled it up yeah that's work <laughs> bam there's our stack wow. yeah so it, it was pieced together all the horseshoes uh all the handles and everything it was uh our buddy justin martin a uh, really great friend of ours uh he comes comes over he's like hey man you need some horseshoes for that bad boy he's like yeah hang on baby let me i'll be right back hang on in <laughs> He comes back with this big old box of horseshoes, different types of horseshoes. He's like, here you go, put that to that smoker, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that's where all the horseshoes came from. And the only thing we actually bought for that one was like the expanded metal and like the square the tubing grates, for the grates. Right. Yeah. yeah. But everything else was just, hey, man, let's just see where this goes. So so that got you going. Um, you, yeah. you, you've grown. You're, you've got a, a loaner from Evie Mays right mm-hmm. now as business yes. grows. Kind of what, what do you kind of foresee as the next thing for for the business what's next where do you want to be let me put it that way yeah uh, me personally or <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know uh, we, we need we need a we need more refrigerator space you know we're, we're limited on cooking With uh, the, due to a walk-in yeah, that's a walk where we want to be we want to have yeah a we want to have a walk-in so little things in life. yeah little things but <laughs> no in all in all in all reality we're not gonna we're not gonna drift away from the garage feel, the old gas station feel. We're not gonna. Uh... Eventually, hopefully, hopefully by the winter time, we can have the garage side built out where we can do like indoor seating when it gets cold. Because sitting out there in the winter is not fun. Mm, um, <laughs> we just got our lift out of there. A guy bought it from us and got that lift out. So the only thing really left to do is just. Clean it up, power wash, paint, throw some tables in there, um, which we'd like to do that hopefully by winter time. Uh, the little canopy on here where the seating is right now, currently where the gas pumps were, uh, that's also going to be we're planning on making you know just patio seating. Uh, put a stage out here somewhere and call it good. Be done. Uh, ex- definitely expand the kitchen. Uh, expand the kitchen a lot more just so we can serve more. Uh, get an air conditioning unit. Yeah, man. One of these days we're gonna. We're gonna <laughs> the list, the list keeps growing. <laughs> yeah, 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 now that we're yeah, yeah, now you yeah, ask, yeah. now we keep thinking yeah, like. Oh. Uh, but main thing, we just want to stay within within our property right here. You know, you know, we're a gas station, man. You know, that's that's a whole stick on our on our on our sticker. You know, yeah, it's a dive. That's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're a dive. We're just a little gas station here in the middle of. Well, the, I guess the the format of Lubbock County, I guess, you know, cause you know, once you, if you're coming from the East coming West, man, you're going to, if you're on 84, we're the first one you run into. And you got Hills, you got Eddie Mays, Virginia, Tyler's man, you know, Lubbock's got a lot of great barbecue, man. You got Tom and Bingo's man. It's, it's a historic place. They made the list, you know? So yeah, I mean, we just want to stay within, within us, man, you know, keep it small. If, if you want, if you want pit forks, man, you got to make the draft. Come on, you know we got a lot of great things out here. Yeah, it's uh, a, and it's a fun drive, and like you said, it's it's a it's a great it's a great little barbecue run you can make in West Texas now. Yeah. That you couldn't make a few years ago. There weren't as many places. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and it's there's great. a ton of them here. Yeah. It's, good places. Yeah, like, and it's it's really it's a fun. I mean, it is a drive. Obviously, if you if you live in Houston like we do or some or things like that, but but it is it is worth it to get out here because there's there's a lot of good barbecue, and the best thing about it for for people like us is. It's different. You're not going to come out here and eat at five places, and they're all going to taste the same. Yeah. You're going to eat at five different places at five different 
flavor profiles, five different experiences, whether that's the big brick and mortar at Evie Mays, whether that's the, the history that's in this building with you guys, you know, Tom and Bingo's building and their pit room has a lot of history as well. Oh, yeah. You know, so so it's a different experience you can have everywhere, and that's that's really the fun in barbecue is is not having the same experience fifty times. Yeah, it's having as many different experiences as you can get. So it's been a a fun, strange odyssey for you guys for these first few years. Oh, you know, shit, man, you ain't lying. Dude. Get, getting, been crazy. <laughs> getting where you are now, but it's it it's a great story. You know, we're, you know, it, it's your story, and it's the story of your family's business and this place, and it's really cool what what you're building here and what you're you're going to continue to build here. Thank so. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we. Uh, it's kind of crazy for a mechanic and a hairdresser to be serving barbecue. <laughs> I don't know a damn thing about a restaurant. Business. There, there's a joke in that somewhere. Right? Yeah. A mechanic yeah. and a hairdresser <laughs> walk into a right. barbecue joint. Right. Bar. <laughs> or some country song, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, great because uh, who, who's out there? Uh, William Clark, you, you want to take up on this one? <laughs> no, uh, no it, it's been fun. It's been uh, shit. The roller coaster got, yeah, man, Walt Disney or Disney World can even have a roller coaster <laughs> built like this, man. But that's our story. I mean, the stories that are out there with everybody else that's doing their thing, man. I mean, shit, man, there's a lot of people out there that have, that are, man, they're, they're great at what they do. They're awesome at what they do. And the, the, the stories are, are endless, you know, anywhere else, man. I mean, there's a lot of great barbecue around here. There's a lot of great barbecue in Texas. I mean, uh, in, in the United States, you yeah. know, and it's venturing out. It's venturing out. You know, you're going, we're going, we're going worldwide with it now. You know, Texas barbecue is actually a a, a thing now. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a it's, global thing now. Yeah, yeah it's it like really a pair is. of boots. Everybody wants that pair of boots yeah. now. You know, yeah. here it comes. Yeah, here you got, you got weird people driving around eating barbecue all the time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, you know, the, man, you got, it, it's crazy. You know, you, you see people, that, you know, that pull up. You know, they their first ones here. You know, like, hey, man, we just drove in from McAllen. I was like, oh, damn, man. <laughs> We're way to help here, man. Y'all way down there. He's like, no, we got to come over here. I was like, okay. Badass, appreciate it, man, and treat everybody the same. Treat, treat everybody how you want to be treated, man. I mean, uh, I look at it as man, it's, it's it's like a backyard barbecue, man. You know, I'm gonna I'm not calling everybody when you know. I guess technically we are you know, on social media. Say, hey, we're open. Come get some food. Sit down. Have have a drink. You know, whatever. Have have a, have a great meal. You know, have a good conversation with a stranger that you ain't ever met in your life, because you may be going through a tough time in life, and you may have something that that's going wrong that you know hey i got some bad plumbing man you know i just need to find a plumber guess what hey man i do plumbing hey man that dude that's eating that sandwich right across from you man he'll give you a hell of a deal and bam there you go you know, or, or if you need somebody to pick a pit out of the uh field in a lightning storm yeah in a lightning <laughs> storm you know but you know galen i you know love the dude to death but at the same time I was like you knew what the hell you were doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah what y'all go to man when y'all get done barbecuing and everything what, what do y'all go to? I mean, we, we drink bourbon and then we go eat. I got you. That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> barbecue is our escape from our, our, our business days. So Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, we both have more than full-time jobs. And yeah, when yeah. we're done with that, this is, this is the fun for us when we right. get to do these things. We do sausage. We've done pop-ups. We've done, we, we've, we've kind of, you know, kind of gone that all around the barbecue world in and out, but it, it's our like Walter Mitty, escape from the corporate world yeah. and you know we we'd love to not have a corporate world but it pays our bills so you know we, we we're not making an excuse for you know wanting to jump into this but this this is your your story pit forks and smoke rings mm-hmm. um you know you guys are in slayton texas you're yes, at sir. um 1808 
US 84. Mm-hmm. I'm just on the east side of Lubbock. Um, what are your hours? Uh, our hours are uh, Thursday through Sunday, uh, 11 to 4. Thursday through uh, Saturday, Sundays 11 to 2. Uh, we stole a page out of uh, Chris and Ernie from Panther City. We stole a schedule from them. Shut down the first Sunday of every month. Just That'll to get a start break. in July. Yeah, we've been trying to do that, but holidays always pop up. We're like, okay, no, let's just push this up. But yeah, uh, the first Sunday of every month, we're going to shut down. It's good to get that break. Just, uh, yeah. you know, uh, it is. Everybody's got families. Everybody's, yeah. you know, our crew. There's only. There's five. Six now. Six now. We have Logan during the summer. So we have me and Isaac, and then Carla. Who is our manager? Is, is Logan the one that goes to Boise State? Yes. 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 Thanks for listening, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Logan. Yeah. Got you, brother. <laughs> Carla's our manager, and she makes the sides uh, Thursday through Sunday. I typically make them on Wednesday. Like, I make them for Thursday. She makes them for the rest of the week. Irma is our tortilla maker and our, like, in-house mama. Mm, nurse. Um, everything. Nurse. If anything goes wrong, you call Irma. Cut your finger. So you don't, yep. don't cut your thumb off on a cutting board. There you go. Yep. Mm. Then we've got John Michael, who actually kind of grew up with Isaac. Um, mm-hmm. He's our slosser. He's kind of quiet and shy, but he's a really great kid, great worker, all of them. Mm-hmm. Irma and Carla have been with us pretty much from the get-go, and they, all of them, everybody that's here cares about it the way that we do, and it's, it's nice to have people that care about it in a time like this people to care about it the way that you do and and want it to succeed the way that you do you guys have been putting out really good product we're glad to see you get the recognition for that product and we're excited to see how it grows over these next several years hey, thank man, you i appreciate that appreciate man that's a uh, means a lot coming from y'all that's great you know you guys uh, congratulations on on where you've been um, thankfully, nobody got hurt building Bernie Mac or pulling Bernie Mac out. <laughs> hey, man, uh, yeah, there's battle scars, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but no, it's it's the journey. The journey is awesome, and it's not it's not over. It's just I think we're just beginning, right? You know, for yeah. a lot of yeah. us, a lot, yeah, that, a lot that of that arc is going to be interesting as you guys continue to grow and 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 make this gas station a, a barbecue destination. Yeah, that's I mean, let's let's that. make the Panhandle <laughs> barbecue destination. Shoot, I mean, yeah. you know, you know, there's there's there, there's tons of great barbecue out here, and it's just a matter of finding the hidden gems. They're right. out there. They're out there. All you got to do is just check it out. All right, guys. Get in the car. We'll see you out here.